Good morning, and welcome to the Voice Bible Podcast. Today's date, June 3rd, 2018, and today is episode number 10, Are You Thirsty? Stay tuned. All right, and good morning, everybody. Hope you all are having a great, great day, great, great weekend so far. And uh, man, has has the weather not been crazy here lately? So, like uh, like I said in the intro, we're going to be dealing with um, the topic of Are you thirsty? Now, how many people drink water on a daily basis? I have to. I work in a place where um, where the water is, where, where water is all around, but it's like hot inside of the plant. So I, I have to wear, I, I have to drink water. Um, today we're going to deal with the topic of, are you thirsty? And, um, it may lead into another message. It may not, I don't know. But if you have your Bibles, I encourage you to go with me to the book of John, the fourth chapter. And we're going to be looking at verses 7 through 26 and 39 through 14. Now, we may or may not read all of those, but um, you can always write them down for reference. And let's see here. So my question to start this off is, have you ever been so hot that you dehydrated yourself? I hope you've never gotten to that point because to be dehydrated absolutely is not a good thing. Um, it involves a hospital ambulance. Sometimes it involves you going into the hospital, getting hooked up to IVs and getting, getting rehydrated. I hope you've never gotten to that point. Have you ever felt like you could drink a gallon or two of water? And am I making you thirsty now just thinking about this, whether you're driving down the road or, or at home or wherever you're listening to this podcast, am I making you thirsty? Well, today we're going to be dealing with um, the message from, from a well. We're going to be dealing with the woman at the well and, and the encounter that Jesus uh, gave to her. So let's go to our, to our scripture real quick. And we're just going to read a couple, a few verses, and then we'll, we'll explain. It says, There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink, for his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which a woman of Samaria, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus said, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with. The well is deep. From whence thou hast, this, hast that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh, 
of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. I'm going to stop there. We'll, you, can, you, got, you all can pretty much read the rest of that text and, and, um, and see what the... What the um, what the scripture says there, but the first thing I want to I want you to see here is Jesus went to the well. Why did Jesus go to the well? Because it was it was the middle of the day. He had been walking, and it was the middle of the day, and he stopped to cool off. Um. But here's the thing: when he went to that well, he walked through the country of Samaria. He didn't go around it. He didn't go right through it. He went to the country of Samaria. Why did he go to Samaria? Because, well, I mean, nobody else did. So, you know, he took the road less traveled, so to speak, and went into that city. Nobody wanted to go into that city. I don't know. People, it was almost like you when you went in there, you got attacked. Or they were too, they were too unclean or whatever, you know. It, it was just awful, man. So, here's the background a little bit of that. The religious folks wouldn't go there because, but, and they avoided the, the religious people. I'm talking the, the, religious, the religious people like the Pharisees, the Sadducees, all them. They, were, they avoided Samaria at all costs. Number two, Jesus encounters the Samaritan woman. Now, when she, when he encountered her, obviously he, like I said, he was at the well. It was in the middle of the day. It was hot. She comes to the same well he's standing at and begins to draw water out of that thing to fill up her bucket because you know back then they drew they drew water. They didn't have the water bottles like we have today, and they didn't have. They didn't have, you know, running water. They had to go to a spring or a well or somewhere and get water. She's over there dipping that dipping that bucket down in that well and pulling that thing back up. And uh, Jesus looks at her and says, you know, or the Samaritan woman looked at Jesus and said, how is it that you're a Jew and you come to Samaria and you have the, uh, you have the audacity and I'm I'm, parap- I'm putting this in our terms. Say so you have the audacity to draw water with me, a Samaritan woman. Now think about this for a minute, man. You're, you're a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan. The Jews do not like us. But what she wasn't realizing was Jesus was not like everybody else. Jesus was not like the world. The world would tell you that we need to be racist, that we need to be um, a bunch of um, a bunch of bigots. The world would tell you that we that we have to have our cliques. But Jesus wasn't like that. Jesus said, "I have come into the world to seek and to save that which was lost." That's what the Bible teaches me. Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and they may have it abundantly. You 
you know, to, to make an even better, an even better illustration, you know, another instance in the Bible where Jesus pardoned a woman that was accused of adultery when he told those guys to, you know, ye who have, ca- who have, ye who have not sinned cast the first stone and they dropped those rocks where they stood. What am I saying, folks? If you live in a glass house, don't throw a rock because it'll break. It'll break that window. It'll break that wall. The woman came to the well to draw water. She was of the poor class. Because and, and here's and, and and the reason I say she was of the poor class, if you were rich or if you were kinda well off, you would send a servant to do that for you. You wouldn't go take care, you wouldn't go do it. You wouldn't go out there and, and pull the rope up and all that. You would send the servant to go out. When she was there, Jesus told her, give me a drink. And the woman just kind of perplexed, looked at him real funny like. And that's why I say, you know, when she when she said, you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan. They don't have, we, we quarrel with each other, folks. And not only that, but she was also a woman. She didn't have woman folk out there with her. I mean, imagine this. You, you have a man and you have a woman. Now... Mind you, this is a country where there is rapes and murders and all kinds of other stuff. And they probably had that stuff back then, too. So it was like, oh, man, you know, you're a man and I'm a woman. And there's and 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 Lord knows what would have been said because there wasn't another person around that whole place. Except for Jesus and the woman. But remember, Jesus said, you know, you draw water out of the well, and after a while, you're going to get thirsty again. But I will give you water where you'll never thirst again. Could you imagine someone saying, I'm going to give you something to drink, and you're not going to thirst anymore? I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine gee, I couldn't imagine someone telling me that. But here's the here's the thing. Jesus is the living water. That's what he was trying to explain to this lady. And this is this goes all the way to verse number twenty six in the in in this chapter. Which I, again, just for time constraints, we don't have a lot of time to read that that whole scripture. You can read that for yourself. But while the woman asked Jesus this question. Where then do you get this living water? That's what she asked him. This was a question for salvation. This was a question for being filled with the Holy Ghost. This was a question. This is a, a, a very important question. She asked Jesus, where do I get where do I get this living water? Because she needed the living water. She then would confess her sins to Jesus by telling him that she had five husbands 
and the one that she was living with wasn't her husband. And Jesus looked at her and said, you know what? You are correct. The one you are living with is not your husband. She basically admitted to Jesus all her sins and was living in sin right then. She then tried to avoid the need for salvation by saying that worship took place on the mountain and in Jerusalem. Now, let me say something really quickly here. I want to interject, and I want to say this, and I want you to really listen and focus in a little bit, okay? Focus the camera toward, toward this scenario. I do not go to the top of Star Mountain to worship God. I do not go to an open field to worship God. Why? Because I can worship God wherever I am. Because I... I believe with every fiber of my being that the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. Am I saying that you shouldn't worship with, with, with a church family? Absolutely not. I believe that I believe where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. That's what Jesus said. I believe we need to worship with our church family if you have one. If you don't have one, you need to get one. But you need to go to you need to get to a church that preaches the, the Bible in its totality. You need to get in my opinion, you need to go to one that believes in the baptism in the Holy Ghost and believes what the word says. In the last days I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Third and the last thing, the living water distributed. This is in verses 39 and 42, and I'm, I've actually got my Bible app pulled up here, so I'm going to flip to it. As many of the Samaritans, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified, he told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans were coming to him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode there two days, and many more believed because of his own word, and said unto the woman, Now we believe not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed Christ, the Christ, the Savior of the world. Isn't, isn't that awesome? That not only did Jesus preach to the woman, but he stayed for two more days and brought many more souls to glory. So let me ask you this, Christian. Where is your well? Where is your Samaria? Where is your bottle of water that you can share with someone? What excuses do we have not to go to Samaria, not to go to our well? What excuses can we make? I hope today that we don't have any at all to make. I hope today that we don't have any excuses because there is no excuse when it comes to salvation. There's no excuse when it comes to Jesus. I pray today that if you're lost and you're 
riding down the road or wherever you're listening to this, I pray today that you would get filled with that living water, that you would go to the Savior and you would run to Him. Hallelujah. Well, our time has come and gone for today, but our website is facebook.com slash voicebiblepodcast. You can go by there, like the page. That's where we post a lot of our messages at. Our messages are also available on Spreaker, Anchor.fm, as well as the iTunes podcast directory. We thank you so much for tuning in today for episode number 10. Oh, my, my. I pray today that you be in church sometime this week. I pray today that the Lord would bless you and he would keep you and that he would make his face to shine upon you. Until we meet again, I'm Josh saying, God bless.